0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Alright,
2: alright, alright Yeah You are now tuned in to the mother uh greatest
1: Yes, we are back, we are back the ladies of Less Chat are back for our Wednesday segment. Hey T. Hey Leisha girl, how you doing? It's uh we've been having a little rainy, stormy day up in my area. But it's all good We're about to have a fun-filled evening With our show tonight <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely girls. it's been a little uh, tight You know, I posted earlier And, you know, I posted that um, About the hustle and grind Because, see, a about lot of times You know, people are hustling and grinding And people are watching how other people move around And the thing about it Is a hustle and grind ain't no joke When you're trying to position yourself, you're planting seeds. You become a farmer. You're planting seeds so that they can Uh grow into different things that you are trying to manifest as far as your vision. And, Hunty, let me tell you, time and sleep will get real shady on you real quick. (laughs)
0: You know, so, Delish, Uh Keith,
1: our friend to the show, Keith Kareem Williams, he kind of posted the same thing earlier today, that sleep was trying to, uh, you know, stop his grind, yeah. but he was going to grind on. <laughs> so you, you two are in the same boat today, huh? <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> let me tell you, sleep and time get real shady on you real quick when you're trying to do stuff. This is uh, some things that I got – just in the making, and I'm trying to, you know, hold it all together. Cause I know once I get these things in order, it's about to be on and popping. But time and and, and sleep, shoot, they shady. They
0: they are just throwing shade on me.
1: They don't want me to. They mm-hmm. don't want me to be great. Time and sleep don't mm-hmm. want me to be. <laughs> <laughs> but just two shot pastries. I know you're gonna get it where it's supposed to be and do what you gotta do. But you know I'm here, girl. If you need me. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We got a lot of things, a lot of things coming up for 2019. That's really where I'm in. I'm in 2019, and I'm in 2018, but I'm working on 2019. So it's like I'm in 2019 and 2018 trying to worry about 2019. So. (laughs) But I'm I'm making it do what it do I know that all the things that I have I'm putting my hands on Is going to be a a benefit And you know as always as I position myself My team is always positioned as well And so I always position you And and my authors And you know I just I just try to make sure that If I'm doing something that everybody is getting um, The benefit of that You know what I'm saying uh-huh, uh-huh. Well that's teamwork you're, You know when uh, That's how you do That's how you be successful and, and that also entails That you don't block Your own blessings When you're able To reach out And help someone else And that's so so important Absolutely It really is And you know Our topic today is Watching your surroundings And so we got some Fabulous authors Now India Author India T. Norfolk Won't be in She'll be she had to reschedule, so she'll be in um, in either uh, August or October when we come back from break. But So we were so looking forward to having her on, so we will still have her on. Just had to reschedule her. She needs to have a schedule change, but we still got comedian Miss Pretty Ricky and author Black Butterfly, a.k.a. LaVica Thompson. She's going to be kicking in the chat room door. And we're going to be talking mm-hmm. that talk about... Literature and having a good old time with it. Well, you know, that's what we do here on Let's Chat. And for all those that are just joining us tonight for the first time, welcome. We so appreciate you for tuning in because we know that you could be tuned in to doing something totally else. So Alicia and I totally appreciate it. And just to let you know what we do here on Let's Chat, we just love celebrating literature. And not just literature because if you check out our archives, it is so filled with every walk of life that you can imagine, dropping jewels and having fun and just sharing their special, special time with us here on Let's Chat. And we all allow our listeners and our guests to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is our guests love to do and know why they do it and kind of what inspires them to do what they do. So we hope you guys are ready to have a great time because we got two fabulous guests tonight, like Lee said. Pretty Ricky, Hmm, that name alone (laughs) tells a good time, (laughs) and also Black Butterfly, a.k.a. Rebecca Thompson, and I may be chopping up her name, but sister girl, I so apologize in advance. (laughs) Absolutely, but I'm excited um, because you know we always have guests that are energetic, and this topic is a topic for every industry, anything that you do. It, um, for all of those who are just tuning in to Let's Chat, if you look at our archives, we just recently did a branding show, and everybody mm-hmm. is loving that show, and so I try to make sure that we're carrying on so there's so many things that go with branding um as far as your image and and different things of that nature but also watching your surroundings so you have to have good energy i, I posted this uh the other, yesterday or the day before you have to have good energy and 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 good people around you those are your surroundings you have to make sure that your circle is tight because sometimes you got those people that's poking holes in the ship and you're not mm-hmm. looking and they they're putting holes in the ship and and Or as Steve Harvey always gives that um, wagon scenario Where you got the one person on the wagon You got five other people on the wagon They pushing with one foot And you got that one person that's holding their feet up As everybody struggle to get the wagon up the hill You know what I'm saying? So you do have to watch your surroundings mm-hmm. You got to watch that's the people true. you place around you Watch the, the And that goes for every industry You know You You people always have an entourage they always have a team and as an author you got to have a team you got to have a street team you got to have a total team like you got to have a um if you're a female you got to make sure you got you a makeup artist on on your team you got to make sure you got you a a A stylist on your team. You are like a whole Uh team. You have to have these things because you got to keep make sure your branding is consistent and on point. And as a a Uh male, it's the same thing. You got to make sure you got your barber on point. You got stylists. You got you got all of those things. Well, your surroundings are those people, and you got to make sure that. Those people surrounding you Allow you to get where you're trying to go They make things easier for you And when they start making Mm -hmm. things a little harder Then that becomes their weight Mm -hmm. That unnecessary baggage Absolutely, and you know that sometimes is our own personal faults because you know we get we get our friends because when we start we got the people that we start with and everybody is not going to go to that next level with you. Everybody not going with you. Everybody not meant to go, right? Uh But you got those people Uh that may not be meant to go to that next level, but you're taking them. You're trying to take them with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it makes it hard on you. Want it makes it hard for you to do what you got to do. Everybody not Uh meant to go. So sometimes your team will change um, as you get where you're going, as you move up. Your team is going to change. The Uh people around you will change, but you still have to keep the concept the same. Good people Uh and good energy. That's true. That's true. And like you said, you know, everybody is not meant to go on that journey with you because on that journey, you tend to grow. You know you know mm-hmm. what you want, you get a clearer vision, a clearer view of what it is that you're striving for, and um sometimes others may not see that strive in you or that view in you, but that's not not necessarily a bad thing because that's your desire, that's your drive, and it's not meant for them to see it's only meant for you to pursue it. mhm, that's right. And everybody's not going to see your dream. They're not going to see your dream. They're not going to believe in your vision. And and that's okay because it wasn't for them. And, you know, I've learned Uh that a lot of times you start off in one direction. Like you were saying, T, you grow. That means that everything grows. What what mm-hmm. you wanted to do at one point in time may not necessarily be what you want to do at the next point in time. And so a lot mm-hmm. of times I saw that a reset period, and your team is just the relationships around you, and every relationship around you has a reset period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when the reset period comes, Everybody is changing, so you're resetting and you're either moving to the next level together as you reset or you're separated. And the separation is not a bad thing. Those are just the people that are not meant to, to go on because their vision is taking them somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. And you also, least you have to be mature enough to recognize those those changes um, and, and know that it's really necessary sometimes to just sever ties and sever um, working relationships, but not necessarily all relationships, and let everyone do what they got to do and wish each other well, you know, because um, support can come in so many different forms, and, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would rather just have your support. Even if we don't necessarily see eye to eye, that support is still out there, and that's on the mature individual to to give up that support. Absolutely, and that's another thing. That's how. That's part of your surroundings as well, because you know you got those backhanded supporters. We talked about this not too long ago on the show. Remember that, T? Them backhand. Mm-hmm. I call them backhanded supporters. Those backhanded supporters are the ones that they're always in your inbox telling you you're doing well, but when they see you in public, they don't say anything or um, mm-hmm. they are just not. See, sometimes people have to be careful what what they say publicly about you or privately about you because, see, they can't speak publicly when it comes to something that you're doing. And when it comes to your support system, a lot of times people can't buy a book, okay, Mm -hmm. depending on what their situation is. I understand that. But if you cannot physically purchase that person's item, whether it's a book, whether it's a CD, whether it's a, a ticket to a show, if you cannot uh-huh. physically do that, the other part of support is making sure that you're sharing what they're doing. You're sharing uh-huh. it with the people around you that can go buy a book, that can go buy a ticket, that can go out and buy a CD. You're supporting them by pushing their brand. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Okay? So support comes in so many different ways, shapes, and forms, but you got to watch that and make sure it's actual support. Just because they hit your inbox, don't mean that that's support. That could be some backhanded support. Right. Um, That's so (laughs) true. So, so true. So, But here on Let's Chat, we love sharing um, because that's what we do, and that's what we get passionate about. So um, we always share in other people's uh, works on our pages, their books, new books, old books, events, especially literary events. So make sure you follow Lisha and I on Facebook, and make sure you follow us on Instagram Yeah we got our own Let's chat Instagram yes, Yeah, we,
0: said
1: we it. do <laughs> We go yes. where you go You can even find us on any podcast Or even we could be traveling with you In your back pocket In your purse In your designer bag Where you go Alicia and I are right there with you <laughs> Absolutely. Any podcast app or iTunes. You can catch Less us Chat or here on blogtalk.com. You can also catch us, but you can catch us, like Miss T said, we travel with you. <laughs> so, so true. And we're going to have a great night tonight So, um, Leisha, I'm going to be interested to hear our guests on their take on our topic Which is watch your surroundings Because everybody has their own journey, their own story to mm-hmm. tell So it's mm-hmm. always good to hear our guest story And um, I always appreciate them sharing themselves, Leisha Because when our guests come back in here They get up in our Let's Chat chair and just share And that's a beautiful thing <laughs> They do. They do. And you know what? This is why I do, why we do what we do. with uh, all Let's Chat. Because a lot of times, especially when there are new artists or new authors, and an author, just so authors can be clear in the words of uh, the fabulous Tanika Newhouse, you are an artist um, because you are an author. You don't want to just say author and paint yourself into one little box You're an artist as well uh-huh. But uh-huh. When new authors You don't have that fan base You don't have that Word of mouth created And so your book And its characters Doesn't necessarily have legs So we created Less Chat Because it's a platform That allows Authors um, Musicians To come out And be able to Share Their passion Share their work um, and with that, your passion and your personality, and and you become your book or music's feet, um, so that mm-hmm. word of mouth is created. And so we cre- we appreciate everybody that listens to our show. We had a, actually an author on the show uh, a couple of years ago, and somebody listened to our show to listen to her, and they referred somebody to our show. So you never know Uh who's watching, but they referred somebody to our show, and and it was like, you know, such and such was listening to your show. They told me about it, and and that's why we do what we do. We help create that word of mouth because we are readers first here on Let's Chat, and that's what readers do. Readers create word of mouth. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Absolutely. And, least it's funny you should mention Nika Michelle. You know, I had reached out to her a couple of days ago. I had been... Oh, Tamika Newhouse. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry, I misheard. I must have been looking at her name. But um, I had reached out, speaking of Sharon, you know, sometimes you hesitate to, to reach out. But I said, let me just bite this bullet and reach out, to Tamika, and ask her a question. And she reached out that. I said, if I'm overstepping my limits, let me know, and we can go on our merry way. But she said, absolutely not, love. She answered my question, and she gave me a little bit more, which is so, so important. You know, you just don't know. When to ask, but it doesn't hurt to ask because you never know. You may get the answer you're looking for, then some. So thank you, Nika Michelle. <laughs> yes, you know we love Nika Michelle. Make sure y'all go out and get that Forbidden Fruit. That is my favorite series from that author. Uh, her pen is a beast, and I love it because you know there's so many diff. We're gonna have a show about that, how an author's okay. pen, because see their writing style is is very important to a reader because there's so many different ways to, to read their books and listen to their books. And so a writing style, we're going to do a show about writing style. Um,
0: mm, I'm going to get yeah, I'm gonna try to get some
1: people in. Yeah, I'm going to try to get some people in. We're going to talk about writing style and uh, just uh, get some creative juices flowing. But before we have our first guest, y'all, we are so excited. Friends to the show, Xavier Lewis. Is uh, he was nominated for this year's uh, 2018 hottest um, Atlanta R&B male, and so we want to encourage everybody to go out and vote for him. You're going to go to www.htlhottest.com. He is uh voted he is nominated for R and B Mail. We have him on the show before. We just had him on the show not too long ago. We're gonna have him on the show for uh, a uh listening party that we're going to have here on Let's Chat. So I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I voted. We wanna make sure that everybody that listens to the show goes out and votes. We have Absolutely. our first <laughs> yes. We have our first guest. <laughs> Who is kicking in the chat room door? The fabulous author Black Butterfly, Lavika Thompson. Welcome. Hello. How are you ladies doing? We are doing so good. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Chat tonight. Well, the the, the pleasure is all mine. It's my first time coming on, so I'm excited. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome. 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 Now, for all of those that are not uh, familiar with your fabulous pen, we want you to tell everybody about your literary journey and your work. Well, of course, my pen name is Black Butterfly, and the meaning behind that, of course, is is of course by my ethnicity, and um, I, I my passion for butterflies itself um, because they're they're very free. They're they're very free to do whatever they want, you know, and so that's mm-hmm. my name. That's the reason behind my name. But as far as with me, I've been writing since I was in the seventh grade. I started out with poetry, and um, I have I won a few contests with that. So I have actually poetry that were, was published in books um, before I even left middle school. Um, really? I wrote my first book, yes. I wrote my first book when I was in law enforcement, um, but I never published that one. So my first published book was um, back in 2015, um, almost three years ago, and it just started from there. I wrote um, Stress Relief Report 1, and then, of course, Blind Love two months after that, and then now um, Stress Relief Report 2 is out. Mm. And that book, that cover is saying something, okay? That cover is saying something. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the concept behind the cover. Um, well for Stretch or Leave a Part two. It was um actually the guy to your left. Um, he's actually um a well known stripper here. I'm I'm here in Dallas, Texas. I reside in Dallas, Texas, so um I I just I I guess the concept behind the book, it just started to where it formed from, of course, stemming off of Stress a Part One. And um, mm-hmm. the concept started forming the more that I spoke with him. And, and then my, my juices just started flowing, my creative juices as far as, okay, you know, these characters, they're sitting here staring at me. So what can I get them to do? You know, how can mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. them to react to where they're relatable. And so I just started I don't know, I just forming ideas and and different plots and twists. So you're gonna get a lot of that in part two, um, of stress reliever part you know, stress reliever. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, this okay. is Tony um, Thanks for joining us. But tell us about the storyline behind that. Um well, in each one of my books, I can honestly say that there's a little truth behind each one of my books. A lot of the stories came from when I was in law enforcement. So, you know, of course, I they, they would always tell me stories a, lot, a little bit into their world, you know, some of the inmates and things of that nature. But, of course, from Stress Reliever Part 1, you know, when it came down to Tamiya, um, of course, Tamiya is in Part 2, um, but is mainly focusing on her cousin, Shanna. And so Shanna, you know, she has a, she's a very successful business owner. Um, she gets married. Uh, she has twin boys. And so she's living that normal life, you know, so there is normalcy. Mm-hmm. But it also goes into infidelity, which happens, of course, every day. And so um, it, it digs into The infidelity. It digs into the consequences of the infidelity, and then it also digs into the um, pretty much when people have uh, a hidden agendas. So that's why the subtitle is bad intentions, because when you go into something and you have a hidden agenda and it's, uh, you know, it, there's going to be consequences that arise from out of that as well.
3: So I don't want to really tell mm-hmm. too
1: much because I know some of some people that may be listening. They haven't read the book yet, but right. of course, mm-hmm. I you know, <laughs> so I want to give enough <laughs> for them to kind of to pique their interest a little bit. Well, honey, you are talking that talk because, you know, our topic today is watch your surroundings, child. Yes. So we yes. are talking about it. Watch your surroundings.
0: <laughs> yes, you definitely
1: have to do that. You definitely have to do that um, because, you know, some people that say that they're your friend, they could not, you know, they're possibly not really your friend. And it's, there's always sometimes hidden agendas, but it's always about paying attention to the person. When you get those signs at the very beginning, pay attention to those signs. Pay attention to Mm -hmm. it because later on when things start happening, you can't say, okay, well, I didn't get those warnings at the very beginning because you did. Mm -hmm. That's true. Go with that gut feeling. Yes. Yes. Michelle talk talking that talk. Now, tell us about what was going on in your life when you decided to become an author? because you were in law enforcement mm. you you know yes. you started poetry. What made you say now, first question is, are you still in law enforcement because it's so child you got tea you <laughs> be still you got books to write for days. <laughs> well, I did law enforcement for seven years. Um, so I'm no longer doing that. I'm in the insurance industry now. But I'm working on my third degree and um I'm trying to actually turn blind love into a play as well. Now, what was going on in my life back then, um, I can I can I can mainly say that a lot of that stemmed my writing juices or my creative juices is the things that I did go through. I mean, in life, as far as with having to move from place to place, have to meet new friends, because of a lot of things that my mom was going through, you know, my mom going through domestic violence and me living through that, um, me seeing my my grandmother, you know, go through her counselor journey and then of course succumb to that, um, and even with my issues, the things that I went through in my previous marriage, I went through two failed marriages and. So it's a a lot of, even though a lot of those ideas did stem from my law enforcement background, a good portion of that still stem from, you know, my personal life as well. So there's always still a tidbit to where it's either a story that I was told that's going to be in one of the books or something that I lived through myself. Wow. Girl, that is deep. Now, I'm about to ask you a question (laughs) because, you know, here on Let's Chat, y'all be a little nosy. Okay. (laughs) Give it to me. I (laughs) say we're inquisitive. Okay,
0: inquisitive. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's better. That's better. That's better. better. Now,
1: you mentioned that you had two failed marriages. So my question is, because see, marriage is a little different. You know, you have to. I think that if you two people don't go into it whole, that means that you're attracted to that person's brokenness. And there's some people that are just attracted to brokenness, you know what I'm saying, because they're not ready yes. to change. So what is it that you learned about yourself um, through those two experiences that helped you to be able to grow? Pay attention to those signs. At the very beginning, I can to say with my first marriage, I mean, I got married to my high school sweetheart right after high school. You know, and a lot of my people that I know that are listening to this, they went to school with me. Some of them are my biggest supporters, and so they know who it was, you know. But I can also say that I was young. Um, we were both young, and we were listening to our families and and what they had to say, you know. So it was all, all of that kind of, you know, I, I learned from... If you're gonna go through something, it's it's best to keep it between you and that person, because when you mm-hmm. start involving different family members, if they're gonna give you their opinions, half of the opinions they're not even going to go by. They wouldn't even abide by themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. But and once you forgive whoever you're with, they don't forgive. So that's gonna cause. Wedges to be formed between you and your Significant other I learned that Of course in my first marriage And then 10 years later I got Married and I I, I just didn't pay attention to the signs At the very beginning Before I even got married mm-hmm. I mean It was so much that went on It was so much mm-hmm. that went on And I should have paid attention but sometimes When you love that person and you feel Like marriage is going to change A person you know mm-hmm. you can't be Surprised when it don't
0: Wow. wow,
1: that's deep. And you're so right, C, uh, <laughs> about uh, involving others, and whereas yeah. you may have forgiven your significant other, the others yeah. didn't. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes in relationships is when you bring outside entities or forces into your relationship because yes. it will never be the same after that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, I can honestly say even in my new Relationship, one thing that we've both come to, and you know, we've come to that mutual agreement on, is us pretty much us against the world. You can say Bunny and Clyde and that that whole concept and that whole aspect of it, because it's like okay, it is you you and that person against the world, because it's gonna be people that will try to break you up because they're not happy or whatever the case may be, jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. family, your own family can be jealous of you because of in your happiness. So you have mm-hmm. to be able to pay attention, be on alert, and then right. still be able to tune those people out. Yeah, That is so true. You know, I've been doing this show for uh, quite a few, and I've been on social media. But the one thing that those that follow me can honestly say is they know nothing about my personal life, or my, mm. my marriage, my kids, my husband. They don't even know names, you know, and that's how I keep it. Yeah, You have to keep it separate. You have to keep your personal life apart from your public life. Because not right. everybody is gonna be happy or 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 like to see you happy. So there's always mm-hmm. gonna be someone who wanna put a nudge or a wrinkle in your in your calm water and, and I try to keep so that true. those two entities far away from each other. That's true, and you have to do that because I'm telling you, I've I've lived through all of that. They'll hit up inboxes, mm-hmm. they'll they'll some people will even pray against you. You know, if people right. People right. that are very spiritual, you know, some people are praying against you, and they're while mm-hmm. they're smiling in your face the whole time. So, you know, you do have to keep that 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 separate, you know, because mm-hmm. your your personal life that that's an intimate part of of you. And then, yeah, right. whatever you bring to the limelight, whatever you decide to bring to the limelight, you can't get upset when things start coming your way as far as with negative things because you chose to bring it out there. Mm-hmm. You got that absolutely. right, absolutely. And you know, just to piggyback off of what you were saying, sometimes um, with those people that surround you, you gotta know that you got those people that play play both sides, and those are the most Mm -hmm. dangerous Mm -hmm. ones because they tell one person one thing, but then they make sure they come back and tell you what that person said, or they make it seem like it's one way and it's really another way. So you got to be careful of those people too that are able to play Mm -hmm. both sides against the middle or be able to go from one side to the other side to the other side and they gathering information <laughs> and carrying bones around. Yeah. <laughs> Got that and right. You know what? And it's so true. And a lot of times sometimes it could be best friends and sometimes it could be family member of either party, uh you know, either person. Wow. And I've learned that as well, you know, so I I just choose once I kind of see that sign, okay, this is how you this is how you are then I, mm-hmm. I learned to kind of keep my distance. I'll love you, but I'll kind of love you from a distance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lessons learned, right? <laughs> that is so true, yeah. <laughs> so now when you sat down to write the book, what are some of the quirky things that you do when you're in your creative state? Oh, man. Well, see... Okay, some people are going to think that it's weird, but I have to seriously have. Some people love music and TV. I have, it has to be peace and quiet. I can't be laying in my bed. It has to be on my couch. Um, I, I, I just don't want to be disturbed. Like, it's just a straight do not disturb because I'm easy to be distracted. So mm-hmm. I'll either sit out on my patio, have me a little glass of wine, mellow out, and I can write. Or I'm on my couch. <laughs> with a blanket, and just writing. But I can't have mm-hmm. anything to disturb me. My son, sometimes, he has to be gone for the weekend for me to be able to focus. Like, he can't even be here at the <laughs> house. He has to go. So let me tell you, every time my son is out of town, I always post freedom. Ain't, let me tell you, he's 16, yes. y'all. And you get a little taste of that freedom, just a little taste of it, you'll be like, Shoo, this is what freedom is. Now, this is freedom. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and mine is 13, so he's always kind of wanting to go over my brother house, over my sister's house, and I'm like, okay, sure, if that's what you want to do. And I, because I already have back in the back of my head, oh, my goodness, I'm going to write, I'm going to do me for the weekend, you know. I always say that I'm going to go out, but I'm a homebody, so, of course, that never happens, and I just I just mm-hmm. write, or I'll clean, you know. So, yeah.
0: hmm That's what I do. Mm-hmm.
1: And at least you be reveling when, when poor Jay is away. <laughs> yes. i would be posting freedom everywhere. they would be like, we see you free. Every other yes, post. Yes, you are free.
0: free.
1: Oh, man. Look, well, this summer well, he was I mean, gone for a radio. whole
0: month.
1: Look, he was gone for a whole month, child. I was like, what am <laughs> I going to do? What am I going to do? he gone for a month. And at first I was like, oh, goodness. Then after a while I was like, oh, this is nice. mm." <laughs> I love
0: Absolutely. it
1: though. Yeah, that's stuff. But I see the, real nice. That's real nice. Now yeah, yeah, yeah mom, you into um, you have you still work. How do you balance it all? Because writing is 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 requires a lot of your time and energy, even when you're not yeah. writing. Your mind is always working. So how are you able to balance everything? Goodness, I get this question all the time. They're like, Okay, so Vavika, are you seriously? You're in school. You're you have a child. You you have a significant other career. You have honestly I think that what I'm, like, I'm still trying to figure it out, like, how I keep the balance and the sanity. Sometimes I do get overwhelmed. Like, I just got overwhelmed, I want to say, like, two, three days ago, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and my mm -hmm. significant other had to come to the rescue, like, you know, just take time, take a breather. And sometimes I have to kind of step away from the madness, and I have to Mm -hmm. take that little breather, and I'm like, okay, I can refocus, but... I think that my best thing that I know that I do is okay. When it comes down to my school, I already know that that's the main time on the weekends is when I'm going to get it done, you know, and just work ahead. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes down to writing, I normally write like two or three times out of the week, and so Mm -hmm. that's what I do. Of course, my career, I go to work every day, and so but I get off at 4:30, so. I just use that time wisely. I'll say I'm done and I'm kind of winding down, like around nine or ten o'clock. You know, which is still mm-hmm. kind of that good, healthy balance. Yeah. Mhm. Wow. Now this is Tony. Do we try to, you know, we're gonna to try to remember to say who you're talking to because we, we, sound <laughs> we right. both sound alike. <laughs> but um, with, with yeah. all of that being said, the the busyness, you know, the the, the quietness when you write, what is your greatest takeaway joy uh, since becoming an author? Man, I think that my greatest joy, to be honest with you, and this just happened to me today, is getting the feedback from my book and then how a book encouraged someone to do something or, mm-hmm. you know, how it was relatable to them. And that's my goal. Like in Stress mm-hmm. Relief Part, Part 1, the things that happened, I had someone that told me, you know what, this same thing happened to me. And I, I broke up with the guy, but I didn't, I, you know, I didn't stop talking to the best friend. And this right here just let me know that if she can do this to me, and this mm-hmm. is somebody that I was deeply in love with, this you know, it can happen again. You know, and even with blind love, blind love focuses on domestic violence. And that's why, mm-hmm. honestly, I root so much behind blind love um, because this is very relatable to a lot of women. There are statistics in the back, all of that. And so Mm -hmm. a person just hit me up today and was like, look, I just started reading this book and it was relatable to my mom. You know, my mom went Uh. through the same thing. And I was like, I said, well, my mom went through the same thing, you know. And so Mm -hmm. to see how relatable it is and how passionate the readers are from reading my work. Even if it's two, it, I write a book, and even if two or three people give me the compliments on my writing, I feel like I did my job. That's an accomplishment for me. It's not about mm. numbers on Amazon. It's not about all of the reviews on Amazon. It's about what the the reaction I get from the readers and how much mm-hmm. it it impacted them. That's what makes me. That's what gives me the motivation to write my next book. Mm. Now, with, uh, with also this is Tony. Is that why you feel that uh, that you chose blind love to turn into a play? Is, is what is the yeah. significance behind that? Is it the same thing? Yeah. Um. Honestly, it's, it's it's mainly because of the reaction that I got from it, and honestly, uh-huh. because that was relatable to my life. Um okay. and a lot of people was like, you know what, I can actually see this in a movie. I can see this in a play. And a lot of people they they tell me, you know, I would go I would go and watch it because it's it's it this is something that happens every day that people try to sleep under the rug. You know, I yeah. had a female that I worked with in law enforcement that was in um an abusive relationship and she would cover it up with like thick makeup. And wow. it's like, mm. yeah, you know, and, and you, would, you would sit back and you would, it's like you would think. And, of course, me in my head, like, why are you still with this person? What mm-hmm. is making you stay there? And after a while, I'll say right before I, I stopped working there and I quit, that person stopped talking to them, you know. Mm. And, but because mm-hmm. you get to the point, a person can tell you so many times, don't be with him, don't be with her. That, that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if they're not done then they're gonna keep doing it. And so that's why right. it's blind love. Enough is enough. When you've had enough, that's when you're able to walk away. And so that's pretty much like I'm I'm very passionate about the book that book and I that's what I wanna push. I wanna be able to push that. I want to be able to raise awareness toward domestic violence and be able to donate a percentage of my proceeds to don't you know, Domestic violence shelters, you know, some to, to be able to help out the community.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, wow.
1: and you know, I call it unwrapped because you know sometimes yeah. you know in relationships as women we get all wrapped up, and see a lot of times you in order to have that emotional connection that's the wrap you're wrapped up emotionally with that person, and sometimes when you got to sit back and start unwrapping. You'll be like, wow, it just it's a relief. It's like goodness, but you got to unwrap yes. yourself sometimes. You got to wrap yourself from life because this world will have yes. you all wrapped up and bound. It will have you bound yes. with that attitude. You'd be upset about stuff. You'd be mad. It's just it just have you wrapped up and bound. And it's so true that sometimes you just have to just unwrap.
0: Yes. So I, to I like how you said that. It.
1: That was perfect. That was perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, to be honest, because when you sit back and... you you think about every situation that you go through that's adding a layer onto you and the person that you are and Mm -hmm. so with each situation with each relationship each there's something that happens at work things with the family things with friends sometimes you do have to take a moment out for yourself and you do have to unwrap you have to unwrap those things that did have you bound so I I understand that Mm -hmm. wow that that is a lot, but um, V, this is Tony again. With all that you've gone through, you know the two failed relationships, um, the service, the law enforcement. What do mm-hmm. you feel is your greatest virtue today? Oh, my greatest mm-hmm. virtue. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like my my greatest reward out of everything. Mhm. I yes. feel. My main thing, I I don't even want to say really from from any of that, my greatest reward out of anything is my son. Everything that I Mm -hmm. went through in the past, when it comes down to (laughs) my failed relationships, the, the things that I endured with law enforcement, I always revert back to my son, and and the things that that he's pretty much been the driving force that's always kept me going, and the reason why mm-hmm. I do what I do, I do everything for him. So I would mm-hmm. honestly say, it, it would be him. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That's a, that's <laughs> what mommy say. That's a good mom. <laughs> Your mommy loves you,
0: honey. <laughs> now I have a question
1: for you. If you because as an author you are a business and so you always have to think ahead. So if we were sitting here, um, in 2020, um, and we were talking about the things that you have accomplished, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Huh? Well, that part is kind of easy. I would say finishing my third degree. Um, I'm I'm on my fourth book, which is a um, which is a un, un, un So I would say hopefully on at least my 10th to 12th book by 2020, um, the play would be a done deal to where either I'm wrapping it up or I would have already had at least my first one, you know, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and hopefully starting a publishing company. I know there's a lot of publishers out there, but, you know, I've run into so many people that want to write a book, but they don't know really where to begin. So I, I would say at least in the beginning stages of having my own publishing company as well.
0: Huh.
1: There may be many publishing companies out there, but there's never enough because, you know, every every person doesn't necessarily fit every publishing company, if that makes sense. But can you share mm-hmm. some of your challenges as a first author that you may address or that you'll definitely address with your with your publisher company? Well, my publishing company, um oh that that's a good one. I say when I first started out, one of my main issues was the lack of communication. So I want to be able to to reassure whoever I'm with that no matter what, I'm never too busy for them and mm-hmm. keep the communication open when it comes down to okay the deadlines for books and book covers and editing all of that is always they know what's going on and even when it mm-hmm. comes down to promotion like my very first book I had to re um republish my my very first book because my very first experience when I did publish honestly it was it was a very bad experience like it 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 was very bad And so I would say the open line of communication. I would say, um, you know, helping them when it comes down to promotion, but also let them know what is expected and how things are done when it comes down to the writing world. Because when you're Mm -hmm. new to it, you don't know. All you know is that you want to write. But you don't know Mm -hmm. how things are in this writing game, especially in urban fiction. So Mm -hmm. I would give them a heads up on that.
0: Mhm. That's so that's so
1: true. Uh be this is still Tony because you know, mm-hmm. since Leisha and I have been doing this, you know, and I yeah, she does promotion and she has her author, she has a publishing and I do editing. We appreciate okay. so much more what goes into putting a book into a reader's hands. You know, and it's 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 like you said, when you're first writing you think it's all about writing the book and getting it out there. And there's so much more. It really is. So we have come yeah. to appreciate all the time and effort and tears, all the, the sleepless nights, just to get a book into our hands. And I'll
0: just for yeah. us,
1: we so appreciate you you as authors because it's not easy. It's, it's a lot of work. And if you really want to be successful at it and give your reader quality material, a lot of work goes yeah. into it. It really does. It really does because um, – You know, it's like every time a a book comes out, at least for me, I can't speak for the other authors, it's kind of like a new, like a baby is being born and that's kind of how I look at it. You know, I just birthed a Mm -hmm. baby because that's your baby, that's your hard work. And even with this book, with everything that I went through in my previous marriage, that's what caused a two year, pretty much a two year dry spell with me writing. But mm-hmm. I would just write a little bit here and there with that book, you know. So I took one step. I was still taking a step forward, but they were baby steps. And it took mm-hmm. me to finish and to be get rid of, you know, unwanted weight or negativity to go ahead and mm-hmm. finish it. But mm-hmm. that's what made the – the when I wrote the end on, on, on stress label part two, that's what made it even more sweeter because it took mm-hmm. me this time, but I didn't stop, you know hmm So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a wonderful thing. And also this is still Tony. Um, when you first <laughs> started, um, as a new author, were there any veteran authors that you tend to, to look and see how they're moving, seeing how their 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 style were there any veteran authors that you kinda look towards? Yeah, there was um Naya and I still look for look, look up to her. Um, Naya mm-hmm. Moore man, like, her her work is fire, always has been, and so to even write, um, I, I published Blind Love under her, and to even uh-huh. get the, the, the viewpoints and the tips and the advice from her, that made it even better, you know what I'm saying? So even uh-huh. once I was done with my book and I was done with, uh, you know, my contract with her, we still remained friends and you know, it, it, it was even it was all the more sweeter because I and I and I still look up to her, you know, and her writing mm. skills and and her advice. You know, she edited Stress Relief Part Two. She edited my book, and so it's I know that if if Naya has something to do with it, when it comes down to my books, I'm good. And so you know, because mm-hmm. I do look up to her. Mm. I love it. It's so
0: it's.
1: I know It's always good To have that One that you know Is in your corner No matter what (laughs) Yeah 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 And it is And you know I think that A lot of times you know sometimes authors don't Vet the publisher meaning that They don't and the publishers don't Vet the authors because sometimes you know Everybody like you were saying at the Top of the show has an ulterior motive Right so you have to vet, vet yeah. those people That you place in your, in your Circle and around your projects And so I love the fact that you were Able to get that connection um, With somebody That goes beyond the book mm-hmm. Yeah and that's, yeah, that's very true. I mean, with me just releasing three books, you know, I I, I went through the messiness of the urban fiction world. I went through, I, I had to endure all of that as well. So, yeah, no matter what, even after the smoke cleared, you know, Naya was still there, and then there were a few other authors that were still there, but she was the main one that still stuck out like a sore thumb. So, yeah. Hmm. I love it. And if you could drop any jewels, if you could drop five jewels on a new and upcoming author, what are some of the things you would drop, jewels you would drop on them? So never give up. If this is your dream, if this is your passion, never give up, no matter what negativity comes your way. The second thing would be, be your own best cheerleader. Because when it seems like Nobody's in your corner. You know, you have to be your own best cheerleader. And, Uh you know, always be open to positive criticism because you're going to get it. That is bound to happen, whether it's through other authors, whether it's through readers. And also, it's okay to, to take a breather. If you feel like you're getting writer's block and all of that, it's okay to kind of step away from it. But the fifth thing is to always still come back. You know, come back better than ever once you do regroup. Uh-huh. I like that last one. that Come back. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't leave. Just 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 go away for a little bit, but always, but but come right back. You know, because there's gonna be people waiting on you, so come back, right, come right back here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stronger and better than ever. <laughs> yep, absolutely. absolutely. Now. We are, T always drops a fun question on our guests, so I'm excited to see what kind of Uh-oh. question she drops on you. But I'm gonna say, "Clutch your pearls, child." Uh huh. Clutch your uh-huh. pearls, and um. Well, therefore, since you have a stripper on the cover, unclutch your pearls because there ain't no telling okay. what's gonna, what uh, okay. she gonna ask you. But we like to do something <laughs> she fun here with. already laughing. Guests. She already laughing. <laughs> we like to do something fun here with our guests on this chat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all righty. Well, you know, I've been thinking about this question all day, V, and you get to be the first <laughs> one to receive it. <laughs> Give it to me, Miss Tony. Okay. <laughs> first of all, V, Alicia okay. and I, we so appreciate you spending some time with us tonight because, you know, we appreciate and know that your time is busy, so thank you for sharing it with us and our listeners. We so appreciate you. But um But no your problem. fun question tonight is we love hearing our guests creative juices instantly flow. And we want you to do that with uh, a live excerpt with uh, two of your favorite characters. It doesn't matter which book. It doesn't have to be the same book.
0: Oh, and I'm give my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the last book. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you three
1: props. Your three props tonight is an ice cube, some cotton candy, and a bone saw. And a what? A bone, a bone saw? saw. Yes. <laughs> Girl, what is they gonna do with a bone saw?
0: Ah, oh, hmm. we gonna wait
1: and find out. <laughs> I'm like, well, what is a bone saw? <laughs> well, it saw, it, it saws right through bones. I mean, that's some real freaky stuff going on right there. Okay. <laughs> That sounds like, sound like an erotic kill scene. Somebody about to die. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can relate this. Oh my goodness. I, I hope everyone that is listening has already read Stress to Leave a Part Two, but I can relate this to um, kind of relatable to the scene with Bam and Shanna. Um, okay. Uh, set a it up, part Lord. where. Okay. So. Jana walks into the house and he has dinner ready for her. And of course, the, he has a smorgasbord of food laying out for her. And he tells her he's been waiting for. Her. And as after they eat, he tells her, "Okay, are you ready for um, dessert?" So you said, "Okay," you said the, the first one was cotton candy, right? What was the second one? Ice, an ice cube. Oh. Okay ooh. So <laughs> So of course He takes the cotton candy And He places the cotton candy In his mouth And as he leans in He leans in and kisses her And she tastes the, the sweet taste From the melted cotton candy The She devours that sweet taste into her mouth And with the cotton With the ice cube, Oh you put me on the spot With the ice cube. He traces. I don't know if we can really get explicit. Can we get explicit on honey? New this is internet radio. Go ahead, oh. I'm listening. Oh. <laughs> so, so he plays a little bit. He tells her, you know, have you have you ever watched Do the Right Thing? And she's like, Yeah, I've I've I, I watched that. And so he tells her, Okay, I'm going to trace over your body parts, every part I love about you. And so he does the same thing like Spike Lee. He spike leaves it with her body, with that ice cube. And right when he gets below her navel, the ice cube completely melts. And so mm-hmm. right after she has her eyes closed, and then all of a sudden she hears this loud noise. And as she opens her eyes, she notices three other men in the room, one holding a hammer, the other one with a gun, and the other one with a bone saw.
0: Girl. Oh. Girl. <laughs> Girl. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love Girl, it. you came on. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I love hey. it. Whoa. <laughs> You I'm said like, oh, ahead yeah, y'all gonna no, have to y'all no. gonna have to
1: really read that book. That stress reliever part three and a half. No, <laughs> Ooh, you can put that on in there. Look, we you, you can put that on in there. We're not gonna ask for no coin for that there listing right there. No. But yeah, we just want a
0: little con- uh,
1: acknowledgement at the beginning of the book. But go ahead on put yeah. that thing up in there. That's gonna all. be good. I, <laughs> I loved it, V. Oh my god, girl, I almost fell out of my chair when she
0: opened up <laughs> the eyes. I know.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am, so that's to be big... continued. Y'all ain't gonna know what happened Ooh. at that.
0: point. <laughs> Ooh, I love
1: it leash. She she came off on that leash. I I yes. that was the, I mean I told everybody think about that question all day. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. I'm glad Tee. I was able to deliver. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that awesome. was a good one. I'm I was like she done got me quiet over here. That's that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't want to have you quiet. Yeah, but I mean that—that that was good. Okay, you put me—you got me up and sweating a little bit. And I'm like, oh my goodness, everybody's listening. <laughs> well, I'm glad that was, you enjoyed that, but that's it. We love do what we do, that. right? That's why we do what we do here on Last Chat. We like to get those creative juices going, and and here is where word of mouth is created. All those readers that don't know who you are, they're not familiar with your pen, they're not familiar with your passion, yeah. they're not familiar with your creativity. We bring all of that out, and we, we say, like, here she is, and so now you gave them a little taste of your creativity. So now when they pick up the book, they're excited. They're like, look, I heard her on the show, and she was talking about this <laughs> scene. It's supposed to be in part three, but let me go see what's going on in the other one.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you gotta read part
1: one because part one is gonna i'm telling you after i read part after i made part one and people started reading that and it took me like i said two years people were hopping in my inbox cussing me out like how you just don't leave us like this we need to know what happened." and so so now part two <laughs> is out so yeah it may be a part three i don't know Mm -hmm. Well, you go ahead and put that on in there Because I'm like, now what's going to happen next? It's all three of us (laughs) up in there They coming for her, they coming for him Who they coming for? Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, I
1: love it (laughs) We love it, love it, love it
0: Yes, we thank you for coming to kick it
1: with us Here in the chat room We want you to shout out all of your social media Where your books can be um, purchased your website, as well as any events you're going to be in. Okay, well, I just have my book signing. Um, I am going um, in November. I will be at a domestic violence fashion and show. So, of course, that will be to be um, announced. My, I have the Black Butterflies Den. That's my reading group. Um, the Black Butterfly page, that is, of course, my... My Facebook page, I also have a personal page, but I do still have it for my fans and my readers, and it's V-E-E-Thompson. My Instagram page is V underscore Black Butterfly. Any books, of course, you can purchase on Amazon.com under Black Butterfly, B-L-A-Q, Butterfly. Um, on Barnes and Nobles, as well as you can also purchase them from me. Any paperbacks that are purchased from me, I'll sign them and ship them to you guys as well. Mm. Get to Make sure you get those books and
0: stay tuned, because you got yeah. some even
1: juicier stuff coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Change all this. I'm still That's thinking about right. like okay
1: now what direction she going in on part three. Who is who they there for? They there for her, they there mm-hmm. for him. I wanna know. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, hm, let me get in part two and part one mm-hmm. and find out what's going on so that when part three comes I'm like, Yeah, I know who they there for. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yep. We yep. ready. I may,
1: I may have to I may for, for being on you guys' show, I may have to go ahead and give you ladies some of my books so y'all can, you know, kinda of see what I'm all about, of course.
0: Yes, ma'am, we love,
1: we as readers at heart, so honey, we love some books. Okay, read okay. book bougie. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're very book boozey. That's good. We used, That's good. We used to hide it, but now we just, we just, we just <laughs> we, embrace our books. We embrace it. Books. Yes, we embrace That's our books. That's how you're supposed to do. You're supposed to embrace it. Love it. There's nothing wrong with it, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Thank I you so much, it.
1: baby. We so appreciate you <laughs> Yes yeah, Oh appreciate well to I appreciate you, you guys us. too And thank you me. are welcome back anytime Sounds good Well thank you ladies <laughs> for having me of course You are very welcome You enjoy the rest of your evening And stay safe. and I'm saying chase off tonight <laughs> Alright <laughs> You guys have a great night Okay you too Oh man, Lee, she came that. Off was fun. On yes. Ooh. I was like, girl, stop. You know I was in it. I was in it. I was like, oh she oh, wait. Wait a minute. That was a little twist there. That was a little twist there. I loved that. Ooh. I loved it. This Me is us chat. Hi, Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk about watching your surroundings. We just had the fabulous guest, Walter Black Butterfly a.k.a. Laveika Thompson, in here kicking in the chat room doors. Make sure y'all go out, grab your copies of her fabulous book, Stress Reliever. If you're just tuning in and you missed the interview, no worries. You can head over to our Blog Talk page here at blogtalk.com, or you can go on iTunes or actually any podcast app uh, and pick up our show. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back with our next guest, Comedian Miss Pretty
2: Ricky. in my tail on a nine to five, just to keep up, try to stay alive. Promise my lady we gon' be alright. She be crying while she praying for a better life. Hustling on the side for a bag of rice. Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price. Gotta keep trucking through this you clay. Gotta stay surgery. Get extended, so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Keep my feet planted on solid ground From the New York home to the Florida shine Up to the Maryland D.C. line Back down South Red P. From the is laid, nothing's root from mistakes I made. Mean. greatest
1: yes we are back we are back welcome to let's chat i am lisha you know i got my right hand and most of the time she is my left the fabulous miss tony coming to kick it with us in the chat room for our next guest we have the fabulous comedian miss pretty ricky our topic today y'all child we is talking about watch your surroundings you gotta watch some people that you have around you you know, uh, last week we had a show about branding, uh, and everybody mm-hmm. is really, really we're getting really, really, really good uh, feedback on that show. And so I like to keep that going, that concept of branding, because branding is something that goes across every industry. I don't care what industry you're mm-hmm. in, you have to be able to brand, and mm-hmm. your image is part of that brand and as well as the people around you making you know those people that you keep close to you sometimes you know some people don't need to be that close i'm just saying that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right i need my space my personal space well, when you say uh, uh how would you say give me 6 inches <laughs> of space <laughs> Jacko, oh, give yes. me some space. Give me some space. We just had a fabulous interview with Arthur Black Butterfly, a.k.a. Vivika Thompson. If you're just tuning in and you missed that interview, no worry. Just head over to uh, blogtalk.com after the show and you can listen to the replay or you can catch us on iTunes and actually any podcast app you can stream our show. So we're really excited. We have our next fabulous guest in here. Let's bring her on in. Hey, how okay. are you?
0: Hi, it's Miss Pretty Ricky in the building. How y'all doing?
1: Hey, Miss Pretty Ricky in the building. Welcome to Let's
0: <laughs> Chat, girl. Thank you for having me.
1: We are excited. Now, we want you to tell everybody about your your journey into Hollywood. That's a little bit about yourself and your journey. Okay, well, my name is Miss Pretty Ricky. Um, I am a comedian. I've been a stand-up comedian for eight years, and um, I decided to go full-time uh, three years ago and head out to LA. I'm from New Jersey and I decided to head out to LA and God has just been opening all kinds of doors. Um, I've been able to go on tour with some of the great um, Guy Tory, Earthquake, Faison Love, Kel Mitchell, Michael Blackson. I mean, I've been on the road with a few like awesome people, um, Country Wayne. And so um, I'm starting to headline myself now. So in the near future, you'll be able to you know, see my name in headlights like, and things of that nature. So, I'm doing like a lot of a lot of different things. Some things I can talk about, some things I can't. Um, but just you know, remember the name, Miss Pretty Ricky. You're know, like, oh man, we we did hear about her. We, you know, we we heard this interview and so forth and so on. So yeah, that's what's going on over here. Um, I've done so much right.
0: with uh, Kevin Hart as mm-hmm. so, well
1: for his LOL Network. Um, I've done some writing over there and some producing over there. So God is just opening all kinds of doors. Uh, just at Essence Fest. Um, I did the time Joiner the cruise this year. Uh, I'll be back at Essence Fest next year and the time Joiner the cruise next year and so God is just doing all kinds of stuff and I'm 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 right with him. <laughs> oh, love it. Now I gotta mm-hmm. ask about
0: mm-hmm.
1: where did you get the name, Miss Pretty Ricky? Miss Pretty Ricky, okay. So my maiden name was fountain and uh, when I was a kid, you know, kids in school would like make fun of it, and so I would come home and I told my grandma, Hey, they making fun of my name, you know, calling me a water fountain. My grandma said, Well, you just let them know it's Fontaine, it's French. So I went to school with that, and then they they <laughs> okay, let me go for a little while, like okay, right. I was like, you know, I'm fancy, it's you know, I'm 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 fancy, it's Fontaine, and then Martin came out with the pretty Ricky episode, and then they started calling me that. So I was like, you know what? I ain't going to fight this. I'm going to just let it go ahead and be what it is. Thank God I blossomed into something <laughs> okay looking, because that could have been a catastrophe. Your name can't be pretty if you ain't pretty. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would <laughs> have been a it. whole new... <laughs> that would have been a whole nother set. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Now I got another question. This is Lisa. We gotta uh, remember to say who we are because we sound so much alike. Now, well, I really do. Three years <laughs> ago, you decided to make your way to LA. What was going mm-hmm. on in your world at that time, where you was like, you know what? I'm about to just go ahead on and do this. Well, um, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2012, and mm. I was also a social worker for the state of New Jersey, and I was, you know, battling, having MS, um, I had two children, so I was a mom, I was, you know, I had this ailment, um, and I was a social worker, and I was doing stand-up comedy, and it was just a lot to juggle, and um, I had fallen ill, I got sick, and my doctor is one of the ones who told me, like, hey, listen, you can't continue to do all of these things, you have to choose choose, you have to pick. What are you going to do? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay true to me. I've always, my whole life, done everything for everybody else. I'm the oldest of four, so I've always been, you know, that person who was the rock in the family, and you know, just always doing for everybody else. And so I Mm -hmm. decided to choose me, and I took a leap of faith. I said, right, I'm Mm -hmm. going to choose me. I'm going to take my little pension money and see what happens. And I had Mm -hmm. the audacity to trust God, and He's showing everybody why you should really trust him. Now, I ain't telling mm-hmm. everybody to go out there and quit your job and all this other <laughs> I thought about it. Like, <laughs> I, I did come up with a plan. I had a little plan. I don't want you sending me no letters talking about something. Now, you told me to go quit my job. Uh-uh, no, I did not. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Get in alignment with God. Get in alignment with God. And, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I've always felt like this, and I really, really feel this way now. Like, if God has planted some sort of seed inside of you, and you have these visions of what you know you are to do and where you're to go forth, He wouldn't give you said visions and said dreams and said seeds without equipping you with the tools you need to manifest these dreams. So it's just a matter of you becoming one with God and figuring it out. Like, okay, what is my next move? Maybe that mm-hmm. somebody's move or dream or vision is to be a social worker. So not saying that you know, mm-hmm. hey, that's not a, a goal or a vision or Maybe it is your season to be that, but mm-hmm. God gave me the audacity to to, to go and make a move mm-hmm. with regard to my dream and my vision. Mm-hmm. Now, Miss Pretty oh, yeah. Ricky, this is Tony. With all of that being said, now, in the very yes. beginning, did you feel that you had made a too rush of a choice or the wrong choice? Oh, yeah, I cried, like, the whole first year I was in
0: LA. <laughs> I cried all the time. <laughs>
1: All the time, mm-hmm. I was always playing. Because when I first moved out to L.A., I mean, the story sounds nice. Like, oh, I'm open for this one, and I'm on tour with that one. Let me tell y'all, mm-hmm. the guys on the street when I first got out there, my little pension money dwindled very quickly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, you know, I had my daughter with me. I left my son with my ex-husband. And I took my daughter, my teenage daughter, and there was the two of us roughing it, and I couldn't, I couldn't, they wouldn't let me in the comedy club. Like, so in Jersey, mm-hmm. I could go in any club I wanted to or go to any show I wanted to. And, oh, Pretty Ricky's in the building. I had created a name for myself, created some buzz for myself, and I had my own rooms in Jersey. But when I went to L.A., I would walk in the door, and they're like, um, it's $20. And I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. We don't know you. It's $20. Woo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so, right. Mm-hmm. And um, I started from the, like, when I say from the bottom, like, I started, like, in little hole-in-the-wall bars on Crenshaw in L.A., in Compton, you know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. little hole, like with three people in the audience, and I was like, God, what? It, like what? Like why am I here? Like I left my good paying job, you know, my benefits, my my baby boy. I left all of these things, my parents, you know, to come out here and like this. I, I look crazy out here. I had to start doing hair, like hustling. I I started doing hair. I started cleaning homes because I was trying to figure out, like, yo, how do I make it? without getting a job, you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't leave my job to come out here and get a job. Like, no. How do I you mm-hmm. know, how if, if 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 I'm doing all these things, I need to be flexible and still able to like go on auditions and hey, um, you can go open up for this one this weekend or you know what I mean? Like I needed to still be able to be flexible and do what I need to do with regards to my you know, mm-hmm. raising my daughter at the same time. So I did all of these things and like I said, God just got open and do I mean he, he literally ordered my steps every single step mm. every single day. He ordered my steps. Wow. I oh, I cried. Ooh, ooh I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> wow. I just stopped crying. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and That's I, I want to say like the, the second year. I want to say last year. Was it last year? No, mm. the second year. I want to say. So I was in LA for a year just hustling, and um. Uh
0: my, my
1: the person who is my agent now saw me. Um, at an event and took me under her wing and just, you know, signed me to that agency and, like, kind of believed in me It was like, yo, she got something here. And God mm-hmm. just set me up with the right people and things yeah. just started to happen, like, yeah. But it was just a matter of, yo, keep pushing. Every day is a different day. What can you do with mm-hmm. today? You know, what mm-hmm. happened yesterday? All right, what did you do? What could you do better tomorrow? Okay, cool, Let's let's work on that. And every day mm. it was something new. It was a different challenge. It was a different adventure. It was something else to smile about or something to cry about or figure it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yes, was, it. Yeah, it was a lot. was <laughs> a lot. Still, still dealing with some stuff, but, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you, though. Yes. In the last three years, mm-hmm. what have you learned about yourself during this journey? That I'm way stronger than I thought. Way stronger. I always thought, I, you know, I'm I'm the rock, I'm the oldest before, four, I'm this, I'm that, and my strength didn't necessarily come from, or me seeing this new strength wasn't necessarily um, in the typical way that we know to identify strength. Like you know, when you hear strong, you oh I can take this, I can endure this, I can. That wasn't where my faith needed to be tested. My faith needed to be tested and my strength needed to be tested with regard to me being vulnerable.
0: Uh Can you open your mouth Uh and
1: ask, can you humble yourself and be patient? Can you, you know, can you wait in line? Can you wait Uh in line while God is preparing you for the next? Can you, can you, I would literally, this literally was my life. I felt like Cinderella. I would go on the road and open for earthquake on the weekend and then on Monday morning I'm wa- I'm cleaning somebody's toilet though, literally. Uh-huh. People are asking for my autograph, we're taking pictures and then I'm scrubbing somebody's toilet on that next uh-huh. Monday. So
0: that's real. my strength is to- yeah. my
1: strength <laughs> came in not, you know, oh, can I endure, can I um, you know, be super
0: strong and take this.
1: Can you be vulnerable? Can you be humble? Mhm.
0: Mm. So yeah, I mm. didn't know I
1: had that. <laughs> that that was that was a learning experience for me.
0: And you know that's that something I didn't
1: know about myself. We were Woo-hoo. talking about that early in the show. That hustle and grind ain't no joke. I, oh, when God. you are positioning yourself Well when God is positioning you And you're planting mm-hmm. seeds And hunty time and sleep get real Shady
0: real mm-hmm. quick <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that money
1: honey Oh <laughs> I was coming up with some ho- I was like oh let's try this My daughter was like um Okay I'm gonna go with it because I believe in you. I don't know if I'm. I'm eating with my eyes closed. I'm gonna rinse it down with a whole bunch of uh, juice. <laughs> we was coming up with different <laughs> stuff, man. I'm telling you, my baby is a rider. She really is. She would go to school like with all these every every week. She had a new hairstyle, and that's how I would build my clientele with regards to like um, doing hair. She would go to school with a new hair, new hairstyle, and everybody like, who doing your hair? Well, my mother. We from up top. Like, what you want done? What you want? So that's what that's what that little hustle came in at. Uh-huh. So yeah, we we that, would just that, we we was done that, that, that ride. or thug. die with you? Man, yes. <laughs> I I got her, man. She she wanted that's my, that's that's that one right there. She a real one. My daughter's a real one. <laughs> yeah, everybody <laughs> else is like, no. I'll say she like I'm going with my mama. Mm mm-hmm. we, exactly we don't know them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We don't know them. Wherever she's going? We don't know them. Somebody gotta go with her. Mhm. That's my baby.
0: <laughs> my ride or
1: die. Mm. Yeah,
0: that's that's how that was awesome.
1: So when you that's got awesome. there, it was it was such a struggle. It was so hard for you. What was going? What happened when it broke? Like when everything broke and everything started coming in. What was that? That that one thing that um, happened that allowed that door just to open up for you? I think me linking up with my agent. Um, really turned some things around like I was able to to link and rub elbows with different people and you know I got to touch certain stages that I wouldn't normally have access to and then people started to pay attention like oh wait who is this and so mm. that yeah that really cause my comedy is um, I'm a storyteller and I'm a clean comedian, and so you know that's not typical for a black female comedian. So, you know, people kind of take note, like, oh wait, hold on,
0: who is she? Who is this? Like, she's she's different. Uh huh.
1: So, I, I think Friday night. Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: Wow. Now, like, like, this is Tony. Um, Freddie Ricky. You said a mouthful when you said you're a clean comedian because you, it is rare these days, and especially in the black community. How how do you maintain that in such a, a, a unclean environment? I'm gonna put it nicely. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, um, now I ain't gonna sit up here and be all churchy and like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm this and I'm that. I'm not. <laughs> um, I do. I do. <laughs> I have some choice words of my own off stage, and I'm I'm working on getting getting it together with regard to that. But um, with regard to my my art, I just see it differently. And I, I earlier on I challenged myself. Well, actually, my mother challenged me and was like, "You might want to clean up your act," because I was off oh. stage initially. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, she said, "You know what? I want to bring your grandmother to a show. Why why don't you clean up your act? You don't have to say that. You're funny." I
0: said, "Dad, you mm-hmm. know you're right." And wow. I,
1: I, I, I did it, and it was, it was a challenge for me. Like, oh, you know what, this is a challenge, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I challenged myself, and I, I like my comedy better that way. I like my mm. art better that way because it forced me to be clever and not to rely on, not saying that other people aren't clever, but just me and my thinking and the way that I present things, I felt mm-hmm. like uh, maybe me cursing would be a crutch. So, you know, a question a for me, like, oh, I feel uncomfortable, so I'm going to throw an mf here, or, you know, so forth and so on. So I made it a, a point. Now, nah, keep your mouth clean. And, you know, nah. it'll keep me sharper. But that's just me and my own personal about. Now, don't get it twisted. I, you know, I, I'll enjoy a good,
0: um, <clears throat> a good burning Mac or a good, you know what I mean?
1: Like, <laughs> a good Wanda Saks and Palm or something like that. Like, don't get it twisted. I do, but. Just me personally. Uh-huh.
0: Um, uh-huh. I'll put know know myself on, but on it. Yeah. Right. Well, we need, but but it? Child,
1: mm-hmm. we need a little sample. Kyle, mm-hmm. we need a sample. We want to hear some Pretty Ricky. Come on, but honey. Listen, y'all want to hear some Pretty Ricky? Y'all
0: got to come to a show. Y'all got to log on to my website. Well, when you coming to
1: Atlanta, When you coming to Atlanta? You know what? I'm coming to Atlanta. I'm actually in a play called Man of the House. And hmm. um, it will debut in Atlanta. Let me... Um, just pull up the exact date because we're we're on tour and Atlanta is one of the spots that we are going to touch and we will be in Atlanta um November third at two PM and seven PM so <laughs> and it when mm. I tell y'all this place so good, I promise. I don't even like plays. I really don't. But this place right here I've been in several mm. places. This is my like seriously one of my favorite projects ever like ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's called Man of the House. Um, it features um RB Diva Monifa, Jay Book for B two K and Willie Teller of Day twenty six, myself, Andre Davis and Steven Strickland. Um, it's a it's 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 based around domestic violence, but from the man's perspective. It's mm-hmm. really good. It's a it's a it's a definite must see Um, like I said, we'll be there November third. Um, 2 p.m. show and 7 p.m. show at the Southwest Arts Center, and that's located Mm -hmm. uh, 915 New Hope Road, and that's in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And um, the tickets, uh, you can either call 800-838-3006, or you can log on to the link, which is M-O-T-H. That's Man of the House, M O T H A T L dot brown paper tickets dot com. You guys mm-hmm. can get your tickets there. I'm telling you guys, like, I have people that come to this play. Whenever we're in town, they'll come see it again and again and again. It's really, and I'm not just saying it because I'm in it. I promise I'm not. This play, like, I will stop what I'm doing. Like, I had shows planned for these dates. I had to cancel these shows so that I can be in this play. I love this play. It's really good. Wow. It's a different uh, it's it's coming from a man's perspective, you say? Right. So, you know, mm. we, we typically hear about domestic violence from the female's perspective and so this twist is it's from the male's perspective and you get his side of things and you get, you know, his backstory and the story, um, with his family and friends and how they perceive him. And so mm-hmm. it's really just a good it's a good place. And, of mm-hmm. course, I'm there to bring comedic relief.
0: <laughs> so, like,
1: you guys got to check it out. Wow. That's interesting. Now, this is um, Tony, Ms. Pretty Ricky. You have mentioned Earthquake in your um, opening in, uh, to the interview. Now, he recently mm-hmm. got uh, his own station on SiriusXM, the com- Right media station. Is yeah, that I something that. that you aspire to do or can we expect um, actually, to hear you on
0: that? You know, actually, um,
1: I have some things brewing myself. Um I can't really make mention of them, but there's some things mm-hmm. brewing, um, actually on that same station that I have brewing and um you guys gotta take a look out for that. I'm gonna be posting and keeping everybody afloat as to what I'm doing. I actually was um okay. I've done a few podcasts and I was also on a major um Radio station in philly um for so, and so radio is something that I you know dibble and dabble in and will absolutely continue to do that and, and seek that thing out because that's something that i I love so yeah mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. yeah I'm, you guys were talking about brandon earlier i am that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to be not what i what I wish to be or what I think I am going to be a household name. I'm putting it out Seek in the it. universe right now. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out there. You're gonna see me and on and we believe it. Look, we we on... we <laughs> believe it. We're gonna be right there, like y'all. She was on our show, and y'all, she said it on this <laughs> day. You, and y'all I see have... what happened? You daggone on That's you. right.
0: You and right. Know, I'm you like, this is my move. Who going to check us, boo? And I'ma call back in.
1: Now, you know, our topic today is watching your surroundings Last week we did a show about branding Because branding mm-hmm. is something that's important across every industry No matter what industry you are in And part right. of that, your image and But it's also the people that you keep around you You know, sometimes right. the folks around you don't need to be there And um, and you got to watch that What What are your thoughts on watching your surroundings As you move around in the industry? I think that, um, to be honest, it's, it's my job to be aligned with God. So my job is to make sure I'm in tune with him. He will remove those things that aren't for me and those people mm-hmm. that aren't for me. He just weaves them out for me. Like, I don't even have to do it. They remove themselves. God removes them. Boom, you're done. You're gone. You'll show me. You'll show me who you are. I believe you. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to say nothing. I don't even have to do nothing. you just going. You're just going. And it, it, it's happened already in my life, in my world. So when your season is up in my in my life, God will remove you, and I believe that. And then now it's up mm. to you. Like once God does make that move, you can't be, you know, going back and, you know, I mean, you can, but that's silly of you. Once God removes you, and once that person that's shows it. who they are, believe them. That's it. That's you know? it. And and you can't you can't get mad. You can't bitter, or you know, you could be hurt for two seconds out. But hey, like um somebody was near and dear to me, just did some funny duddy stuff, and I was like, ooh, it hurt my little feelings. I did cry because I'm a crier. I like to cry.
0: <laughs> I cried,
1: <laughs> and I, I I knew what it was. I knew, I knew what God just did. I said, okay, God, I saw you. That you he, he removed that person once before, and then the person came back, removed them again. Okay, hey, it's, it's this person showed you already. You believe him? I do. And that's it. And I, like I don't, like I, I'll keep the fond memory. Like, oh, you know what? Oh, that was cool. But that's it. That's all you get. You know what I mean? Like, I won't harbor the negative stuff. Like, I won't harbor the, the ill will or the 'cause Because then that stunts my rope. So, all right, you know what? This yeah. was cool for what it was.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's even to
1: tag. And keep it pushing. What did you teach me? What did I learn in this instance? Like, mm-hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a takeaway in order to continue to grow. Yeah, no, absolutely. What did I learn in this season? Mm -hmm. Why were you here? What was your purpose? Cool. That was dope. When I see you, hey, how's everything? That's what's up. Keep it pushing. Real quick. Real short. (laughs) Real brief. Keep it moving. So true. Hey, all right. Everybody's good for you. All right. Keep it pushing. I don't have to tell you what you did. You know what you did.
0: <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Wait, she did a little laugh like, "Hey, you got to say <laughs> <You> no." <know>. Yeah, no. <laughs> laugh. Yeah, laugh. you, listen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Listen, hey, you right. Keep it Oh, not that. Hey, but hey. <laughs> you know, my new when thing
1: say, is it's all water over the bridge. You know how people say water under the bridge. Under oh, it's all water oh, over, it over the bridge. bridge. Uh uh-huh. so The water goes over, over the bridge because, you know, when the water goes over the bridge, it's damaged. You know, it, it is. is damaged. It is. It's all good. And you feel it. But but you're feeling it because it, it's, mm-hmm. it's all washed up. So it's all water mm-hmm. over the bridge. It's, it's okay. I, I, felt that,
0: <laughs> I felt that just now.
1: Because if it's under the bridge, I didn't really feel nothing. There was no real transition. No, there, you rained on me. Okay,
0: cool. I'm
1: going to dry up. The bridge is going to dry up. And we cool mm-hmm. over here. We still standing. I get that. I like that. <laughs> and like see, that. sometimes when the see when the water goes over the bridge, even though the bridge dries, that bridge is 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 damaged, and so you got to do a lot of work to repair it. And so that's the thing because you. I like how you mentioned about going back. The thing is, if you don't do the work to repair whatever the problem mm-hmm. is, you always mm-hmm. want to go back to the same thing. But if mm-hmm. the work is done to repair what needs to be repaired, then right. you never go back to the same thing. It's, it may be the same person, but they're a different person in a different time. You know what I'm saying? But the work was done mean. to make those repairs. When it ain't done then it's just it's just decrepited. It's
0: just a bridge. Oh you right. You know, a one part yeah. missing,
1: it's missing over here. You can't cross it.
0: Yeah. That's a mm-hmm. that's that's heavy. That's heavy. Mhm.
1: That's now, here on Let's, uh, absolutely. Now here unless child we like to do something fun with our guests. So, Kyle, okay. ain't no telling when Miss T gonna ask you. I'm all for it, though. Whatever she asks you, <laughs> I'm gonna <say> take such <laughs> of pearls. But then again, you a comedian, so it's all right. Go ahead. Don't put them down. Put them on the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Go <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: Well, first of all, Ms. Pretty Ricky, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Leisha and I, we really appreciate you carving some time out of your busy schedule for us and our listeners. But um, (laughs) your fun question, since you're not an author, you're a stand-up comedian, I would Mm -hmm. like for you to tell us a joke, and I'm going to give you three props to put into that joke. Uh, The three props for the joke is cotton candy and ice Mm -hmm. cubes. And a bone saw. And a what? A bone saw. You know, those saws that just slices right through bones? Okay, first of all. <laughs> what,
0: what and who? Cotton candy.
1: <laughs> ice and a bone saw? Cotton candy, ice and a bone saw. We want you to uh, give us a little stand-up running commentary joke with those three props. Okay, so... Y'all just gave me this, so this is what I'm going to do for y'all. Since I'm a stand-up comedian, okay. this is what I do. This is how I get paid. You just gave me a bone saw, so we're talking about a bone saw. We're talking about kindness. we talking about mm-hmm. an ice cube. Y'all want me to make a joke? I need y'all to give me some mm-hmm.
0: money.
1: <laughs> there you go. There's your joke. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it? Did anybody laugh? Did anybody get it? I said all three things. And I said, "You want your joke? You gotta pay me. I get paid for this. Right. I no longer do this for free. Ha! I laughed. I don't know if anybody else did laugh, but I did <laughs> on the
0: inside. <laughs> Y'all welcome.
1: Ha! <laughs>
0: Boom. She's done.
1: Y'all proud don't know anybody else laughed, but I did. <laughs> I did, on the inside. On inside. I didn't. It wasn't LOL. It was the L I S. I laughed inside."
0: I do to give y'all.
1: What to give y'all? <laughs> to give y'all. <laughs> y'all welcome. I was ready. I was like, shit, they about to ask me some kind of dirty uh something. They some or did. Y'all want me to make a joke? That's not. What okay, so I have a going. question for you. Oh, she got to come We back into some stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. P always ask some questions, so okay. I'm gonna try. She always she do the questions on the end. I, that 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 be her thing. Okay. Getting that creativity okay. flowing. Um, but I do have a question. Okay, so okay. if you mm-hmm. could put on a comedy show mm-hmm. and you could have three comics that are alive on that show, who would it be and why? Ooh, you like that? You like that? You like that? Ooh, that, there we go. That that <laughs> that last question, I was like, oh this right here Ah, okay I would have to have to go with Richard Pryor like how could you not bring somebody back and Richard Pryor had so that's you know I feel some kind of way about that so I would definitely bring Richard Pryor um oh why would you do
0: this who does this this is awful.
1: Ah, <laughs> ah. I would have to put my own stuff on the bill because I need to be on the same stage as a Richard Pryor. Like,
0: so going to put me in there.
1: Um. Oh, I only give one more. That's not fair. And I will <laughs> put. This is not right. This is. Who does this? This is an awful question, which but it's a really good question. Um, and
0: I will also. <laughs> uh, I have to put Eddie Murphy
1: (laughs) just because I would put Eddie Murphy because he hasn't done stand-up in, like, forever, and he's not, he's not, I don't think he's going to do another stand-up special. So everybody else that is still in the game or is still, Mm -hmm. you know, around here kicking it, they – you know, they coming out with special still or they'll still touch the stage or we'll still see them in the limelight. Like uh, Eddie is not really doing that. He's not really touching stand up like that. So I would love to see him do that again. And I just put myself in because uh, 'cause I'm selfish and I just want to touch the stage with them. Not saying that I'm worthy at all. Not even a little bit. I probably <laughs> would say that that little last joke I just did and get off the stage. And let them go ahead and take the whole rest of the <laughs> the rest of the comedy show.
0: But yeah, they even like my one. Those were some
1: yeah. good ones. Oh, man, I wanted to put a lady on it, but. Ah, okay. That would have been a good one. It would have been a good one. If I had to replace yeah. it. Yeah. But the typical woman that I would put on it is not. I,
0: cause you can have her walk on. I
1: can have her. With, she walk, she, can have, but this, she don't even go. This doesn't even go. It doesn't make any sense. But I love Ellen DeGeneres. Which is so
0: strange. She is funny as I, I love her. Oh, she's y'all so don't funny.
1: understand how I feel about her. Like, to me, the fact that she can make you laugh with just her face—like she doesn't even have to say anything. Her That's facial true. expressions, <laughs> like, oh, and she's a storyteller. I love her. I think she's so dope. Her, she's I like. So she's
0: political. <laughs> she, man. Yeah,
1: I, mm-hmm. Ellen is like one of. My, she's one of my like all-time faves. Is dead. yeah, yeah?
0: Well, there, so, you, so, well so, there you go.
1: Thank you, thank you for letting me redeem myself somewhat because that
0: joke. Um, <laughs> if y'all pray over that joke a little bit, <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what they want me to do with this, but um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna We always want to be our creative use <laughs> this. No, no creativity, there. well, we do it
1: because <laughs> you know, a lot of times, whether they're authors or artists, um. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that they're doing, music, a lot of times when you when you come out or even until you get to that point where, you know, you walk into a room and, and everybody knows who you are before you even open right. up your mouth, but sometimes you have to be able to have that word of mouth to get around. And so Absolutely. that's why we do it because when people listen to the show, they may be listening to you for the first time and it's like, oh, she was funny. Who was funny? Oh, I was on <laughs> to listen to the show and such and such, such was on there and she was, da da da. And, you know, people like to, people will attach to you not for your creativity only, but for your, your passion, gotcha. um, why you do what you do, um, and, and just the energy that you bring. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to tell y'all, I'll take some time with my jokes. Y'all can't just be springing nothing on me like that. Like, I take this seriously. Like, I can't. I don't know what y'all talk about. It's a bone saw. First of all, who came up with the bone saw? <laughs>
0: Ms. Tony, now, that's her thing. Who
1: be watching the <laughs> ID channel like that? First, I'm like, first of all, who's <laughs> watching Snack? Who watching Snack? Who says a bone saw? First of all, I want y'all to, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. This <laughs> interview. How do we shut this off? i we share my mic on because this is done. See, we (laughs) like giving things that you don't normally get. You know, you never know. That's the element of surprise here on Let's Chat. You don't know what you're going to get when you tune in. You know what? (laughs) Y'all won. I want y'all to know that. Y'all won. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I thank you guys so much for having me on. I appreciate you guys so much. And I can't wait till I blow up and then come back to the show like, hey, and y'all done blowing up and we done blowed up and we on something.
0: And we can do and this we again. I'm we're gonna bring I'm that, gonna bring gonna, that gonna bones,
1: bring my bones off too. Off. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my bones off.
0: I do I'ma bring my bones off. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you. You are you more so than much.
1: welcome. Shout out to Tanya. Take over productions. I know she is so very proud of you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to. Yeah, you're welcome like back. a great time. Thank Have a you great
1: you so evening. Much. You too, ladies. <laughs> okay, bye <bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> that was funny. Yes, that was <laughs> we fun. Gotta... That was fun. She is funny, though. Just her personality is awesome. And real, you know, she was real. She kept it all 100% real. Absolutely. It all the great. way real. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us tonight in the chat room. We will see y'all tomorrow. It is going down. We have Kimbella. Lord. Lawson Roby or Roby Lawson. We always get it mixed Lawson up. Lawson Roby. I always <laughs> get her name confused, but you know what? Let me. I got a story behind that real quick, real quick. I did a vision board um, earlier in the year, and um, I just did a vision of, like, you know, I always keep a bucket list of, people that I want to interview and I put her Mm -hmm. on my vision board as she is one of my bucket list uh, guests that I've always you know that I want to interview and then all of a sudden boom she's here (laughs) Mm -hmm. July 26th Mm -hmm. she will be here she will be coming to kick it with us in the chat room along with the fabulous K.L. Hall Mm, it's gonna be a great show make sure y'all tune in tomorrow Absolutely, absolutely, and then you know we got August on lock, y'all. We got so much going down in August. It's gonna be ridiculous. We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us tonight and let's chat. And we are out. Let's play a little bit of winning. Shout out to the Keith Robinson friends to the show and Blue Marley. Mm-hmm.
3: Got dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ.
2: Winning.
3: Yeah. Winning. She rings she never ever been with a star She Yeah. she never gained nobody's heart. Player. Your dreams and realities, they will not compare. Yeah, the finding fabrics that just petty change. No need to sargon over petty things. Look, no, pull up and foreign horses on the jacket. Bring light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Uh, girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes. Don't need no mistletoe to give you kisses. Ma. Now I'm an avatar yeah. Might need a camera Cause I go to war for her Flies in here Acting like nobody knows Hold up. Camera start flashing I be like damn girl you blowing up I saw you skating on No need I'm hating on you I'm lacing on you Nothing is basic on you Smile on your face Made me say girl you so beautiful What I got in that safe That's only for me and you know She she never